Welcome back to Coast to Coast Dynasty episode number 33. It has been a while, my friend, Justin. Yes, we've uh, had about a month off, but both of us each had a week vacation in that amount of time and, uh, you know, a lot of life happening. So good yeah. to see you. Good to see you too, my friend. Uh, it has been hectic. It's crazy. Uh, I feel like it's crazier now in the summer than it is when the kids are in school because um, I have to find things for them to do an extra eight hours a day versus sending them to school. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been slow though, from a fantasy perspective um, other than SFB, right? Um, yeah. Really going on now it's going to start gearing up with training camp starting all over the place and all the training camp hype videos are going to start coming all that kind of deals going. So yeah. Yeah. And you have the redraft uh, crowd coming out of the, the woodwork now waking up listening to fantasy content and so you start to have some of those guys pumping out more of their uh you know weekly stuff that you know you kind of listen to like i had uh, a few of the podcasts were kind of i stopped following during the off season that weren't dynasty related i started um re-following them and kind of listened to what the last couple had to say but you know it has been slow um, in dynasty trades, probably more so this year than I, I've probably ever experienced. I, I mean, just trades getting done, trades sitting out there, like just very low activity um, for the most part. And I think some of that's due to the uncertainty and val- you know value swings that we've kind of seen um, over the last year in dynasty. But man, it's it's been tough to get trades. I think that that's part of it. I think dynasty players are getting smarter and smarter every year. Um, so it makes it more difficult to make trades. And um, I think just in general, I, I, I haven't had time to like sit there and send trades. Like last year, I felt like I was able to go through every, you know, every day I could go through one or two leagues and send a couple of trades this year. It's probably been a, a week and a half before I've been through my leagues or so. Um, just the way it is kind of deal yeah yeah no and and i mean even in the you know since we recorded last um you know i I was like doing the show sheet and one of the first things is d hop hadn't signed on our last episode and he just signed like there hasn't been much nfl news really out there either in the last month so it's hard to hard to you know produce content and build stuff up and you know i had taken a pause from my all of my startups and i did uh Jim Dickey decided to commission HQ3 Renegades and I didn't want to do it, but I kind of wanted to do it and I ended up doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so kind of like on that D hop thing, you know, we can talk a little bit about that, what that does for him and the, and the Titans offense. Um, I'm a little bit surprised. I, I know they're probably the only ones that really had a, any money, but that team's not going to be very good. Their offensive line is atrocious. Their defense isn't very good either. But um, they'll still be all right. Uh, what do you think that does for 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 his value himself? Yeah, I mean, I I think that uh, that get, he's still going to be the alpha in the offense. I mean, it's probably going to be less volume, so he'll have the same you know target share he's always had, which is I think he's been a twenty five percent plus target share guy pretty much every year of his career. Yeah. Um, so I think he'll have that, but it's going to be on a little bit lower volume with, with Derek Henry there. But I mean, I think, I think it's mutually beneficial for Hopkins and Henry where I think it's going to, 
you know, allow them to pass more effectively having DeAndre Hopkins and open and that brings less, you know, stacked boxes for Henry. Right. So, so I think, uh, I think it's good for both Hopkins and Henry because, you know, Hopkins is still the alpha. Now, Obviously, this is relative. Is it mm. as good as the Chiefs or the Bills? No, no, obviously not, because those are high volume offenses. But he's an alpha. They want to win. Um, you know, Vrabel, uh, you know, he's a great coach. I think he's going to get the best out of that team. Uh, really, it's the Jaguars in the AFC South and the Titans have a chance to like hang in there at least. And um, I think they'll be in the mix most of the year, which to me, puts Tannehill as a stock up because, you know, there was a chance he was going to get replaced after the week seven by, um, by Will Levis. Right. And now yeah. I think they're going to be probably in it. So they'll, he'll probably I mean, start most be, of the year. They've got to be in it from, to win the division. That's the only way. Yeah. Because they are not making it as a wild card. Right. The AFC right. is pretty stacked. They're not making it as a wild card team. So if they're not, if they're, you know, not in it to win the division, then that's a whole different kind of story. But uh, yeah, I think I kind of agree with you. I, I think Burks is down, but everybody else is kind of neutral to up. That doesn't yeah. change too much. Yeah. And I mean, it, Burks, I, I'm still like, I was kind of buying Burks before this news and I probably still will, but at lower prices. Right. Cause yeah. I think it could, you know, I mean, we're very fickle in Dynasty. If we don't get the breakout this year, you know his value is going to go down. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I think – but learning from Hopkins, you know, he flashed – Burks flashed last year when he was healthy. And, you know, I still – I'm a believer in his talent. I just think it's delayed and maybe him and Levis can get a connection together and, you know, take off in, you know, 2024. So, we'll see. Yeah. For sure. So um, both of us also started and finished our SFBs. Yes. This um, our last time we recorded SFB started while I was on vacation. Most of my about over half of my draft was done while I was on vacation. So that was always fun. Just wanted to make sure I never timed out. It was my biggest deal. Both of us had the 101. Yep. Both of us started with Jalen Hurts. We did, and I think we we had kind of talked about that as our with the the points per carry and the rushing um, benefits that Hertz brought. Um, and then the other thing for me, because obviously everyone knows my fandom of Josh Allen, he has a week thirteen buy, which is the first week of the, the SFB at playoffs. So that kind of put him out for me. Um, otherwise, I probably because I was like looking at builds with him and looking at builds with Hertz, and I'm like. Man, just ha- not having your first overall pick in the first week of the playoffs, just that's a tough, tough one to, yep. to choose, right? I mean, so I went with Hertz, you went with Hertz, and uh, you want to talk you know, a little bit about your team and then we'll talk about my team? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I was I wasn't committed to who I was gonna t- like draft, but I wanted to see who was there, you know. we we both were kind of hoping Watson would fall to us, right? If we would start Hertz Watson, that would have been badass. And some people did it from like the 103, 104 because they were able to. We yeah. couldn't do it at the 101. He went at yeah. the 10 in mine. Yep. And he went, uh, uh, he went like three or four spots ahead of my pick. So it wasn't that close. And, and, uh, but, but I, uh, was looking at AJB. He went, he went before 
the 212 and really? so yeah and so i was like all right well um nick chubb i was i used uh it was like I've, i'm not i'm gonna botch their name it was like i used their projections but they had sfb projections um built and it was uh jw fantasy or something like that mm-hmm. um and i i was using theirs and kind of looking at that just as a guide but i mean chubb was like rb4 or 5 in their projections and i'm like you know he fell his his adp at the time was a lot earlier than the 212 it, well not a lot earlier but it was earlier it was like 207 208 he was going on average so i i took chubb at the 212 cuz i felt it was good value there um i wished i could have gotten ajb probably as like my my stack and then not not had to worry about receivers later and could have stacked up a couple more running backs there um in the fifth and sixth but so i went hurts chubb i'll just read down kind of the first few picks then uh daniel jones i you know i too was like in some drafts 312 401 the kirk cousins tj hawkinson stack was available i saw a mm-hmm. few people did get it but i was not one of the lucky ones yeah. um but i was like all right well i'm gonna try and get uh Jones and Waller. And of yep. course, um, I uh, was too late on Waller <laughs> later because he went earlier than I expected, earlier than the ADP. You Same. know, because I was, I was going to take him like pretty much right before his ADP and he went even earlier than that. So, yeah, I was going to grab him, I think, at the 512. Yeah, that was, that was where I was taking him to. And he went before that. And then, so I got Jones. And then I had a decision here and I kind of went to the, um hot sauce chat to ask who i should take and it was uh you know kind of between a wide receiver and then a running back and then i ended up going with the running back again which was you know i figured i'd take chubb and not another running back for a while but pollard was there and he was you know a top you know i think he was rb8 in this scoring last year and projected to be close to that or better this year so um so I, I took Pollard at the 401 um, and then, you know, went back all the way to the 512, 601. And I was like wide receiver list. So I, uh, I picked up Metcalf and Judy um, and, and I'm not going to talk through all of it, but basically, you know, I, I felt that the running backs um, this year in the scoring were more valuable than last year. So last year I took a, like, if you look at the uh, spike week, how, uh, ADH Josh ADHD does his uh his screenshots and you know everybody posts them. I'm I'm gonna post mine on my Twitter if you want to go check it out. Haven't done it yet, but I wanted to talk through it on here first. But basically, I had a lot more red on the right side last year because I was just taking a bunch of running backs late. This year, I actually took four running backs um, you know, in the first fifth, you know, first eleven rounds. Um because I felt there was value. I, I took Swift again. I felt that was a, you know, pseudo stack with Hertz with uh, his pat, pass catching av- ability. Plus he might get some, you know, nice workload. And then Dylan, I, I think AJ Dylan, he's hated by the dynasty community because he never panned out to be the stud that everyone wanted him to be, but I, he still got a lot of carries, especially towards the tail. Yeah. Tail end of last year. If you look at the end of last year, he really had some, good weeks in this scoring format in point per carry. So I picked him up, but my, my biggest regret is missing out on Waller and my tight end one is Tyler Higby, who I took at the 10 Oh one. So, so yeah, you know, kind of, you know, I started, like we said a little bit earlier, I started Hertz and AJ Brown and then I went to Ramondre Stevenson 
and then Daniel Jones in the 312-401 because of the same thing. Like I if you could missed out on the Cousins Hawkinson stack of the 312-401. So I'm like, oh, I'll go Daniel Jones because of his um potential rushing upside. Yep. Because of the kick points per carry. Get a little bit there, and then I'll get Waller on the next turn. Well, when I come back, Waller wasn't there, and this is when we are our family's vacationing in Legoland at the time. So I'm like, I'm not sitting here and didn't have time to really look through, kind of made a hasty decision, and I took Drake London there. Hindsight 2020, I really regret that. I wish I would have done another running back there with this platform, this um, setup. Uh, That would have been a lot better. I would have been much happier to do that than do – and do the, do um, London, uh, London there. It was just um, you know, yeah. And I mean, wide receiver sixteen for London's pretty good value. You know, you yeah. just he's such an unknown, you yeah. know, for scoring this year. He's a stud, absolute stud. But what's the volume going to be in that passing offense? We don't know. It's it's. I mean, I'm trying to pull up here where. Uh, who was there when I took London? So uh, that was a five twelve. Well, yeah. Uh, who who was still left? I could have gotten. Do do running back wise. Kenneth Walker was there. Miles Sanders, kind of deal. I didn't really Swift Pierce. Those kind of guys were there. I could have grabbed them and definitely gotten a different wide receiver later. Um, I then um, I just went I went I went heavier wide receiver there between five twelve and eight oh one more than I really wanted to when I go back when I look back now um, I should have went running back in those three spots and then gotten wide receivers later and then I took my tight end Pat Fryermuth at the six oh one and he, I was kind of I kind of panicked I'm like ah, I need a tight end he should be somebody that should do something there so I got him Ayuk and Judy at the well you got Judy two rounds after I drafted him. So that's yeah. good value on Judy. I mean, yep. he was, yep. he was right there with my next ranked wide receiver after DK and you got really good value on him. I feel. Yeah. And then I got, um, and then I took um, Samaja P Ryan and Khalil Herbert and at the, the nine to 10 reps turn. And I, t- I took a second tight end basically right after, right after where you took your first tight end. Yeah. Um, Tyler Higby. Um, did you how many quarterbacks did you go? I you went with went three. three, yeah. I, went, I ended up with four. So, my third one, I was at the top of the 12th round, was uh, Desmond Ritter. Uh, you know, it's well, you have you know, that backdoor stack with London there, which uh, that was um, part of it, and then it was also it was between Ritter and I forget who it was. I asked in the chat, and somebody else, somebody said it asked in DNC, and somebody said to take the other quarterback that I had listed. And I end up looking, and they have the same bye week, bye week. as yeah. um, either Daniel Jones or, or uh, yeah. And that's the one Hurts. thing I did. Like, like I, I had the option to. T- I was really I had Tannehill penciled in there at twelve oh one for me, and I ended up taking Garoppolo because he was higher ranked and he fell. But he had like he he wasn't even on my radar, Garopp Jimmy G, but he fell further than I expected. So I drafted him, but he has the same buy as Daniel Jones. So I'll have two. Two guys on week thirteen buys um, at quarterback, Yikes. so that first yeah. uh, playoff week. But I'm going to be scouring the waiver wire for you know a potential like so. Pick and then I just loaded up with a bunch of running backs in the, on the right side, right? Just I had four wide receivers on the on the left, 
I only grabbed two more wide receivers on the other side total, so I only have six wide receivers. I grabbed another six running backs and another tight end and a fourth quarterback. I grabbed Colt McCoy at the end, the very end. Just maybe. Yeah, I like that pick. You know, and and you got Bellinger. Yeah, I, I that was my last pick too because of Daniel Jones, right? We both had him, and you know, if anything happened to Waller, we got Kareem Hunt. Both of us at the same spot. Yep. So I didn't take a kicker. You're on sleeper though, right? I have to start a kicker. You have oh, to start yeah. a kicker, yeah. Yeah, I am on sleeper. So I, I debated it. I debated it. Well, you know what happened was a, t- a kicker was taken in the early 13th round, and that was uh, um, Butker, Harrison Butker. And uh, I was the second person to take a kicker at the 1601. So we had <laughs> – I don't know if you knew this, but we had a huge kicker controversy in our start, in our league. Yes, I, I tell yeah. tell this story, please. So we get to the end of the first round at the one eleven. So the person picking the eleven spot, this person drafts a kicker or pre-drafted, I think, and it was a kicker. And we're like, "What the hell's going on?" And then all of a sudden, it's reversed. Nobody knows how what happened. It's reversed, and they take um, C.D. Lamb of all people, I think, at the one eleven. I think it was. Yeah, CD Lamb. They put they reverse and take CD Lamb. Come back around to the two oh two, another kicker. And what the <laughs> hell's going on here? And the person's like, "Oh, I really like kicker." Blah blah blah. And then it gets reversed again. And Dak, they take Dak, which they end up being this person being is a Cowboys fan. Right? Okay, whatever. We go along, and I, I want to say it was at the five six turn. They take kickers again. And we're like, and then like, oh, is this going to get reversed? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whatever. Guys, stop. Let's let them take kickers. If they want to take a kicker, let them take a kicker. I yeah, think that helps the rest of the off. league. Yeah, they're pushing everything up. They're pushing the good players down. I mean, because they got replaced. Like, where is it? Oh, yeah, it was at the – it was in the fifth round, at the 5-0-2, and maybe even the 4-11, 5-0-2. Yeah, I think that's where it was. Well, that's what – they take double kickers again. Well, they ended up getting kicked out of the league. They got kicked out of Scott Fish. Wow. Because I think they were making a mockery of it kind of deal. They got kicked out because of it. Who was this? Uh, it's a it's a gal. I think her Twitter number, name is like uh, something the boys, girls, or something like that. I don't know. She got booted. I've never seen anybody get booted from SFB. Not, not unless you like were MIA, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like she's literally been ba- banned herself. We had another person come in. Got replaced really quickly. Unfortunately, they didn't get to pick make the first four picks, but their first four or five picks were uh, ended up being Lamb, D- uh, Dak, Diggs, Olave, and Higgins. I mean, so, why, good wide receivers. It's just yeah, the and then they, they ended leave. up taking a kicker in the fifteenth round, and we made oh no, he took wow, he did take he took a bunch of kickers actually. He took a kicker in the twelfth, the thirteenth, and the fifteenth, and the nineteenth. <laughs> Holy shit! It is that team. It's uh, and it's became a, a joke. A burner account. It might be her burner account. It might be. It was yeah. ridiculous. I have never. I was happy when they were taking kickers. Yeah, super happy. I'm like, well, literally I, just pushed two players down to me. Yep. For that me, been, was, that was my Watson right there. Yeah. For me, it was like I knew that uh, kickers had to be started in sleeper, and they have a pretty decent like 
scoring floor. They right? do. So I was like, I just wanted the best offense that I could get. And after like the guy in the 13th, I'm like, well, crap. I wasn't planning to take one until like 18. But because like he took one in the 13th, I'm like, I better move that up. And so I, I took the second kicker and then a bunch of kickers went like after I, me. So I started the run. I debated taking a kicker. Where is the kicker I was looking at? I wonder if that kicker even got taken. But um, I debated. It doesn't look like he did get taken. So he might still the, be out there. The New England kicker? No, no. Oh. The Raiders kicker. Oh, no. He, he went in the Carl, Carlson is yeah. like rated pretty high. In yeah, the, the dude makes like 50 yarders like it's yeah. going out of town. And isn't it yep. like one point per yard or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. It, he's, he's a stud. Um, yeah. So I debated taking him and um, kind of deal. But yeah. So I've never seen that happen. Somebody got booted. It was quite the. Yeah, well, we should we should post these to the pod uh, podcast feed. Yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. We Twitter can do that after and, after here and, and and yeah, and and just like, but I mean, it was fun. Um, I enjoyed sure. the draft. We sleeper was, I mean, it was interesting on sleeper because last year I did it on MFL and the chat was on Twitter, right? Yep. Same. This year, sleeper, so you were pretty active during the chat, right? Like, so because yeah. it's all it's all in one you know yep. one forum um so like bass i sniped the guy apparently because he was the josh allen guy and he was going to take him at the 1602 um Oops. so he he literally was like he just i he said i sniped him and then he sat there on the clock for like six hours and the guys were like i think you literally killed him with your snipe <laughs> <laughs> he was just gone yeah um, he's always i ended up joining a mirror league did you do I did. I didn't do a mirror league. So I, we're we're in that one, right? I'm in that one right now. That is same setting. It's. I think there's a slight tweak on the settings. Very little, like just with it with the first downs and stuff, and then it's best ball. And I'm in that one right now. My team. Um, which I can just kind of tell you that one real quick, yeah. and see if I can find it. I'm picking from the 111 spot, and um, I've gone. So best ball. So you need to to pick differently, right? And I'm uh, not going to pick as many running backs because we're not lineup kind of deal. So more wide receiver, kind of go heavier wide running back. So I started at the one eleven, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, and then the four the three hundred two. I went Jonathan Taylor. I actually timed out at the four eleven. I did not see the email that I was up. A lot of people have been pre drafting, so that's been kind of probably why. So, but I ended up with Najee Harris. So I'll take that in a PPC. Yeah. So, and then I went T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, and then Njoko and Fryermuth at the eight and 11, nine spot. And then AJ Dillon and Zach Charbonnet. I'm probably done nice. with running backs now. And then just going to pound wide receiver and tight end going forward. Yeah. <laughs> with the, no, I forget what where we're at now. And is that on MFL? That it's one? on MFL. Okay. We are at the 1209 ideal, and I have a pick coming up soon. But the guy is on the clock, and it's I think the clock's already basically paused. Um, so some people have been going quickly, some people have been not so quickly. Yeah, well, I the other draft, the reason why I didn't do a mirror league is because I, I uh ended up getting into the HQ3 Renegades startup. <laughs> And that's that's on sleeper. That's uh, you know obviously the HQ leagues or listener leagues are on uh, on MFL. 
Uh, Sipes prefers MFL. He commissions those. Um, Shane is a participant in all the Renegades leagues, but he, he doesn't commission. No, Shane is not allowed to commission anything. Yeah, so we uh, love you. We love you, Shane. But you're not allowed, and you know. Yep. And and Jim Dickey was commissioned this one. I love Jim, and so I jumped in, um, and uh, I drew. Yeah. I drew the one. Well, it was a derby. I ended up with the 103. Long story short, so I drafted Hertz, um, and this was like I was traveling for work when this was all going on, and I ended up like getting to the hotel, and um, 105 was on the clock for a while and it was and we we did no clock because we all had sfb going on we all had all like you know travel vacation so yep. we just did no clock you know no rush and just kind of take your time and and uh mark uh janners he was on the clock at 105 for a while and him and i you know we we did a trade in hq2 where i traded up and so we were just chatting back and forth and he was trying to get a deal done i was trying to trying to get another deal done Dogtown's in there. He did a deal with Jim to trade up. Um, I saw and, that trade. That trade that, sent to me. Yeah. And I was like, I probably would have done that too. He sent it to both me and Dogtown, and I, I was asleep. So I didn't get that one. I'm like, shit. But, uh, but I, but Dogtown took at his spot at the one Oh four. So I went Hertz Dogtown at one Oh four went Herbert leaving burrow there at the 105 and i'm like ooh, i would love to have another hertz burrow team because i have one my uh sts part two is a hertz burrow team um so i i eventually paid the price um i traded my two three four um which you know it was it it was uh 210 310 and 403 right so Two, late second, late third, early fourth for the 105, which was Burrow, a nine and a 10. And the interesting thing about this one is there were all 12 of our 2024 firsts were in the yeah, draft. That's right. So it was like one that's of those. Yeah. So, um, and it's just for the startup, not for all years. Yeah. So um, I figured every round is essentially, I figured I by you, that round, it's pushed back. How you know. do you do that in Sleeper? We drafted kickers and we kept a spreadsheet. So, so that's how we did it. And then uh, we'll, uh, you know, once the draft's over, we can assign the, yeah, yeah, just trade the picks to whoever drafted them. But I, I, so I started out Hertzboro. um, And then like, I kind of just leaned into value after that, you know, this is PPC uh, and Eckler was there at the five ten. my next pick. So I'm like, you know, I, I, you know, all this running back talk, it's like everybody was afraid to draft running backs. So I took Eckler, Pollard, and Henry as my next three picks. <laughs> so I got three stud running backs, and I'm like, I'm all in for this year. I'm, tr- yeah. I'm going to try. Your first? No, I, I, my first was the last one to go. So I could have drafted it instead of my 803. Uh, it went at eight, eight, my pick went at 804. But I, I, took uh pat fryer because i i wanted to get a tight end in two point tight yeah, end but after fryer i went waller um to like kind of back up because i think waller could be a top you know top three top well, four guy this year. To, right yeah yeah he's, he's gonna probably be the number one target right so 
I, I mean, I like that start. It's it's definitely fragile build, you know, all in for this year. But basically, it's between Dogtown, Janners, and me. I think for this year, we're all kind of all in it. And uh, I, I, Mark, he traded with me to trade back, and then he got the two quarterbacks I like um, that are like you know, somewhat undervalued. He got cousins and Jones and I'm like, son of a bitch. Of course he gets those two. And then he has like all these, you know, he had an extra second, third and fourth. He did some other trading. And so I think he has like, he has a stupid embarrassment of riches. So his team is stacked. Nice. Nice. Well, um, that's our talk for, for SFB and startup kind of right now, but a little bit of startup talk. We can talk here. Is yeah. We have joined. A 2014 two copy auction league as co owners. Yep. We're going to co own if this thing kicks off. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in it, let us know. We'll get you in contact with a commissioner. I am not commissioning this. I'm not commissioning this. But you inspired it in a way. I with guess. The, I don't with know the HQ it's... and Chill League. I mean, yeah, it's very I guess. similar he's, he's, to that. I did not realize that. Honestly, I didn't realize he was in, in that league. Yeah. But like, I didn't realize, I didn't put two and two that, that they were the same person. I only did in, once I went to DM him that I was interested. Yeah. And then it was a, a trade from the HQ and Chill like discussion yeah. above it. I'm like, oh, he's yeah. in this league so, too. Kind of deal. So, I, and then he's, I think he's in my one of my, I think he's in DDL3 too. So he's taking some of this. My, my, he even told me he takes some of my bylaws from me. And I'm like, hey, whatever. I don't care. Kind of deal. So, um, Hopefully, I think there's three spots. It is not a cheap. Well, I'll be honest, not a cheap league. So it's kind of nice that we're we're, co- we're co-owning. Yeah, a little bit more affordable. But there's some uniqueness too, right? It's two copy, uh, tight end premium, uh, PPC, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, what else? There is. It's a rookie auction for the future. Yeah, auction dollars. And, yeah. Isn't it carryover? Uh, I think it I, is. So. You're the, I, I read the bylaws, but I'm like, that's why I was kind of deferring to you. I'm like, this is my first rookie auction dollar draft. I'm like, could you check that out? Because I don't, I, I oh, felt, yeah. I, I felt um, like the pick values were, were closer than I would have expected them. They were. And he, he, I talked to him a little bit and he was like, eh, I, I, uh, I suggested some changes. I, and I, I suggested changes with the caveat. Look, it's your league. You do what you want. And this is what I would kind of do. And he did do a few things slightly different, but whatever, no big deal. It, they are closer than I would like, person than I would make it. I think you, um, I think it should be um, wider gap from like between the first and second. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, da, da, da. the rookie draft, blah, blah. And and this is uh, a ballers league, twenty four team. Um, so not great rookie auction funds will roll roll over the following funds. The funds will be tracked in the spreadsheet. The, this fund is separate from Fab. You may roll over, you may trade roll over, but budget. Yes. Okay. So yep. ro- Fab doesn't roll over, but rookie, rookie dollars do. Yeah. This is going to be interesting because I, you're you're my you're my uh, my mentor in this league because i have not been in a auction league like this and this is your go-to now uh, what are you so, talking about hq you're in hq well, 
Was well, that, that was an player. auction startup, but it's not you're an auction. D- oh no, you're in DDL four. No, no, I'm in four, and that was uh, that's a rookie draft. Yeah. So okay. this is this is my first auction dollar rookie draft league. So I think uh, it'll fun. be good. Yeah, I, I'm excited Got for it. I, ready. Yep. I, I hope that uh, we fill it soon. Um, so that we can get this kicked off without any pressure <laughs> towards uh, the I season. think, I mean, we have to get, we probably have to start by the first of August. The first August, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you got a couple days there. You, cause I mean, I know he made a comment some people can't do it eight hours clocks. Then you just you kind of have to be like, well, sorry. We'll yeah. Towards it. the end, we, we might have to. Like, yeah, right. It's like, yeah. It's going to be fun though. I mean, I you and I will have to have a chat offline like to talk about strategy and who we want to kind of target as our our QBs cuz that's the world is our oyster. You know, well, we'll have to look the, at our the nice share. Thing, the nice thing is it's two copy, right? So yeah. we have two chances for every quarterback we want. So um it'll be interesting. There's a lot of strategy that he's played in this. I don't know if he's done an auction with startup before for the ballers people um so he yeah, did it, do so this was loosely based off of the heroes and villains league that destination devi did right yes, so I except so. there was three copy and this is two yeah. um and so you know that's kind of what derived this we were invited to join that one but it was during our vacations and literally i had no service camping and you were busy you know, the entire time. So we knew an auction wouldn't be great for us to do yeah. together during that. Yeah. So, no. so I'm excited. This is a it's, nice it's, alternative. I'm excited about it. It should be fun. We still have a rookie draft left to do the two of us and the hot sauce. Yep. So if, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and don't, don't forget the startup, which we could trade into as well. Oh, shit. That, yeah. That needs to get done. This shit needs to get together. Hot sauce boys. <laughs> yeah. The shit together. Well, find some, find some guys. Yeah, no, it's. Or I think gals. that we're getting close. We just need the the orphans filled, right? And they're free. I listened to the I last episode. The last time I, t- I haven't ta- I haven't listened to a pod yet, but in a while, because like I said at the beginning, I'm way behind on podcasts. So the startup is filled officially. So there's 14 teams in the startup. As of when? As of when? As of the last recording that they did. You know, just last this week? week. Yeah, just okay. this week. Because like I think last week when I t- 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 talked with Justin, they had one person, another person, like leave the startup. I thought uh, maybe so. Maybe that uh, happened after they recorded and dropped I, it. I, I could be wrong though. I'm trying to figure out what day is what is a whole different yeah, story. I know, but that that is an interesting league. Um, I I like it because there's a lot of good people in that that league. You know, we have a lot of fun in the chat and. Uh, and you know, it's always, always startup, showing up on the weekend. The startup is going to be insane. Like t- 28 teams trading into the startup, dude. And I have like, a shit ton of 24 firsts. I know, I know. You're I can re- you could build a contender. Like, I'm going to be in this startup. 24 first. I, I know to. you have to. Yeah. Rogers has it. Yep. And I don't want him to have a good first. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's going to be. That's going to be a fun one that we'll both be a part of. And, yeah. you know, and then um, I know we're we wanted to try and keep this around uh, 30 minutes and we're yeah, already over that. So, yeah. But the trade talk that I just wanted, we didn't obviously we mentioned we both were on vacation, didn't do a lot of trading then. The, the market is slow right now, so we haven't 
we we had some trades, but nothing worthwhile talking about. So I uh, I wanted to pick up on something that I listened to on the Dynasty and Chill feed, or no, Des- I think it was the Destination Devi um, Destination Dynasty Scott Connor podcast. Yep, yep. I haven't listened and, to it, but I- yeah, he talked about your middling dynasty teams oh, yes. and how to approach those, and I, I felt like you know it was something that you know, really kind of hit home and I'm like, Oh, that's something that we could do now in this kind of slower period where, you know, you don't necessarily have a lot of activity, but you want to like be targeted in what you're trying to do with your leagues. So go to those teams. Um, So the best, the best and free way to do it is go to dynastydaddy.com and then look at your rankings, your power rate, power rankings. I'm starting to use that quite a bit more. Right. Yeah, I still I still default to Dynasty Planet when it comes for um, roster ship stuff. So that that's kind of where I still default. But everything else, Dynasty Daddy, I'm really utilizing that quite a bit more. Um, I do like their their tiers for their rankings, their contenders, their their frauds, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I think it's I I think it's a good tool. And you know I you know if you. If you look at those rankings, I like the fantasy calc. Okay. One, the drop down, because there's a drop down on which source you yep. you use from. And like the keep trade cut, you know, I just, I, I don't know that I totally buy into that because it's based on like people voting and, you know, it's, it's, you know, pulled from a lot of information, a lot of data, but I like the fantasy calc, whatever their formula is. I think that's more realistic. So look at your teams that are in that like five to eight range, five to seven range. Are, are you looking at overall range or are you looking at like starter range on there? I So I look at starter because, I mean, starter is like you're contending, right? So if right. you're middling for content and, and then the other tool that I use is Dynasty GM from Nerds. And that's like the pay tool. Like if you are a subscriber to Dynasty Nerds, you can use their Dynasty GM. And I always go to contender and then kind of look at my my teams from that standpoint, that lens. And I mean, that's what you're at this point in the no, season. I that's just, what you're looking at, right? No, you're I looking agree. at your contending. I'm wondering yeah. which one you, what you what you use too. Oh yeah, that I mean, is that what you kind of? Yeah, I tend reference? to do that too. Yeah, I try to use that because then it, it, it kind of pulls away the the picks out of it. Because you could, I've got, I've looked at a couple of teams where. I'm like number seven contender on the contender side, but overall I'm like two because I've got a stack of future firsts, right? Right. So it takes it all kind of, but yeah. 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 So, so I mean, a couple of the trades that I kind of put together. So if you're trying to move up, right. And you're trying to get into like the top four for competing this year, you can try and package like a player with some buzz as we get into training camp season with your first to get one of those elite or top tier guys, um, you know, like whether that. it's, yeah. I mean, if you have Allen, whether it's like trying to get up to get digs, um, you know, and get Garrett Wilson, maybe. Not yeah. I mean, buzz. I mean, Garrett, Garrett Wilson is like almost untouchable now. It's insane. I mean, I'm pretty sure you might be ready to rank more higher than chase, but you got taken one twelve um in in the hq3 renegades draft so i was like holy crap this is like out of hand but regardless so take your take your a player with buzz like and i'm i'm talking a lower tier player like you know let's say 
Dalton Kincaid or Zay Flowers right now is getting buzzed, right? Take one of them in a first to try and get up to one of your top tier guys, right? Yeah, and, you can't sell Kincaid for anything. At the I know. Yeah, we were talking about that in one of the chats too. And But the other thing you can do is try and take one of your older top tier players and package for, like, look at the Dynasty Daddy. Um, look at one of the other middling teams. Look at their quarterback room specifically and target the rooms that are bad QBs or they have a fragile build where, yeah, they have some top talent, but they have no depth. And try and get there first for one of your older, you know, older scoring guys, whether it's Devontae Adams or whoever, right? Some, right. you know, somebody in that framework. Um, and then – you know, sell your hyped rookies for what could be a top three uh, 2024 first, right? And just one for one, right? Just say, hey, I'm moving off this, you know, Dalton Kincaid catches, you know, a highlight reel, you know, catch in training camp. And maybe you can, you know, get somebody who is in the bottom three to, to bite. You know, you know, you never know. Just just send the offers out. So those were kind of like the trade options that like as you're coming into as you're coming into uh, highlight season for training camp and you know padless football, like just try and do what you can to to make that incremental value um, for those middle teams because that could make a huge difference whether it's this year or if you score a you know what ends up being a top three or four because I really think there are four picks next year at the moment that could be you know in that like top three or four rounds of a startup value right, right. with uh you got caleb williams drake may marvin harrison and brock bowers and i'm talking you know tight end premium obviously so those four guys you want to get one of them if you can i agree with all that i completely agree with everything you just said there i'm actually gonna you know that we talked a little bit about garrett wilson i have him in a league that I'm pretty – I've got a lot of 24 firsts already. I don't have much for running backs. I've got, like, Jerome Ford and Tyler Ch- Ty Chandler and that kind of stuff. But my quarterbacks are sleeper league that I – it's the sleeper league that I did the podcast with uh, Scott Connor on. Oh, yeah. And Lamar. I mean, I'm, I'm freaking loaded at quarterback with Herbert, Lamar, Kyler, Anthony Richardson, and, and C.J. Stroud. It's like – Wow. And don't have anything for, for running backs – and my white and tight end kind of eh, it's I've got Everett and then wide receivers. I'm sitting here with Wilson, London, Hollywood, Myers, and Zay Flowers. I'm gonna see if I can move Garrett Wilson for a running back and another wide receiver and get a two for one. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah, man, target JT. Yeah, that would be a good. One. If you could get JT and uh, you know another wide receiver, whoever that guy has, you know, honestly, I mean, you could get you could probably trade Garrett Wilson for Bijan Robinson at this point. So. You think I can? <laughs> he's going. He's going ahead of him in some startups. It's insanity. I should me. try it, shouldn't I? Yes, you should. That should be the first one I would send out. What like, the hell? Why not? Yeah, just see you what know he me. does. I don't. I give no shits, right? No, exactly. Oh God, this is. This world, I I mean, I I mean, I I traded the 107 and Garrett Wilson for Chase, which you know, like at the time seemed like a good deal, but like with his value influx now, it's like, geez, oh man, I, if I would have waited, I could have done like a lesser a lesser add on than the 107. 
He's got he. This guy also has um, JT. Hmm. So you should. So instead I'm, of insulting him with the Bijan offer first, because hmm. I don't think he he should do it. But what about JT and what are his wide receivers? An on-air trade, you know, trade. He has, uh, uh, he's got St. Brown, Hopkins, uh, Elijah Moore. Do you have anybody you could stack with? Uh, no. Do you have Zay Flowers by chance? Or No, I have Zay Flowers. Oh, okay. Sorry, you did say that. Um, so you have Lamar Herbert. What about Quentin Johnson? Does he have Quentin Johnson? What about Keenan Allen? Like, even no. if you could get. Uh, nope. He doesn't have anybody like that. Yeah. But I'm going to send Garrett Wilson for. Bijan first. Yeah, just yeah, do it. I'm gonna give it two days or 24 hours. He'll probably reject it, but he probably, honestly, should. He's got Burrow and Bright and Bryce Young. I think I might have his future first. No, I don't. Yeah, so on our trade, there we go. Nice, nice. That's probably well, the only way I can move Garrett Wilson. Yeah, uh, I might try to move him in a different one, but uh, yeah, so that pretty much does that cover everything we were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah that you have, that a, you have a coast to coast roast, I do, and if you have one, you can I don't throw it in. Okay, so here, here's what I had, uh. And uh, it, it happened in a couple different startups I was in this year. And it just like, it kind of irks me a bit. You know, there's there's always the the table talk is a no-no, obviously, in uh, in drafts, right? But but the, the talk in the chat about, hey, you should come trade for this pick that I have that's on the clock so you could draft X player. Like, why the, why are you, you're just, no one is going to, for principal reasons, they're not going to trade with you, first of all. But, like, trying to drum up a trade, especially when it's late in the draft, like, no one cares. Like, just take that player that you think people should trade for. He's worth probably more on your roster than they're going to trade for that pick. So Great. that's my roast. It's uh, unnecessary to do that. And, uh, you know, quite, quite honestly, just – Take take the player that you are trying to get people to trade the pick to draft and move on with our lives. I agree. I completely agree with that. Um, the only thing I will say is the one thing not on a roast, but go back to kind of trade talk a little bit, just a quick yeah. part of this is if you do uh, auto accept trade blocks with the um, training camp starting, you need to make sure you've updated those to anything that's might change or just completely delete them so that you're not stuck with a guy that was worth a third a week, three weeks ago, and the guy in front of him gets hurt and now he's worth probably a second or maybe even a first for some, you know, maybe somehow, you know, I'm just saying it might happen. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're like, hey, I'm going to, I'll take anything kind of deal. Uh, and then all of a sudden things change. So you might want to update those or, or, or delete them for now kind of deal. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's a good I point. I kind of end up doing that too. <laughs> I need to try and do that in the next few days before I uh, get screwed on somebody because kind of a person, if you're a person of your word, you're going to kind of hold it up. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you, 
the the first time you renege on one of those is the last time anyone wants to deal with you in that league, right? Yep. So, yep. So I need to go through and delete delete a bunch of mine. <laughs> well, no, it was awesome, awesome doing this tonight, Ruben. Thanks yep. for uh, for making the time. I know it's uh, earlier your time, and kids aren't in bed yet. Luckily, the kids are asleep here, and. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate uh, everything that uh, we've been able to do over the last year. And, you know, uh, till the next time. Well, we know he rejected the trade. Oh, immediately. He's making roster moves now. Okay. He uh, woke him up. He poked the bear. He poked, poked the, bear. the bear. He's had a poked. hibernation. <laughs> yep. Let's see what kind of roster moves this guy is making. He's dropping guys that have, should have been dropped six, like three years ago. <laughs> Josiah DeGuara, Shai Smith, and Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All yes. right, man. Have a good one for the Coast to Coast Dynasty podcast. I am Ruben Almada at Superflex DGen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Mercer. And follow the pod at C2C Dynasty Pod. Peace out. Peace. Peace.